Hey, what's up, girl? I hope you're having a beautiful day. I am sitting here in my favorite corner of the house, um, looking out my window at this beautiful view, sipping some mango bubbly. My little human is napping in the bedroom right behind me. And so if this is quiet, that's why. But this is the dream, you guys. This is literally the dream for me is serving all of you while I'm sitting here in my gym clothes on my comfy couch with my pug by my side working during my kids nap time. And how did I do this? Well, (laughs) it wasn't necessarily easy, but it took a lot of time to finally figure out that it wasn't about sales. It was about service. It was about pouring into all of you for free and getting you guys to see growth and transformation in your hearts and your mindsets and your business so that you can trust me. And the number one way that I did that was by starting my podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, I wish I would have started a podcast seven years ago instead of trying all the things, instead of figuring out, oh, maybe it's this course, maybe it's that course. No, all along, it was service. It was showing up over and over again, putting my heart into all of you and putting service before sales. And that is when my business exploded. And it's because of my podcast. And so if you want to create an organic growth funnel that is evergreen, that works for you on Google search, the SEO is already there. It creates trust. It starts to build a business for you. It my mind is blown you guys. It's blown like the organic growth of my show has surpassed every expectation. Um so much so that 6 months ago I created the Podcast Pro University course. And now I have 100 women that are are launching successful podcasts. I mean, we have girls that are launching top number six in her category, number 11. I have handfuls of women that have launched top 30. Like I know that podcasting is the catalyst for massive growth. And that is why I'm so passionate about it. That is why I'm helping so many women do it. That's why I created the course. That's why I go live in there every month and answer questions and work with these women to help them because podcasting can catapult your business. So if you're thinking about it and you're like, but should I? I don't know. Look, you have to do yourself a favor and come watch my completely free webinar on podcasting to see if it might be right for you. Okay, that's step one. That's at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash 10 steps to podcasting. The number 10, bit.ly slash 10 steps to podcasting. And if you're like, okay, I think podcasting might be the next step for me. I'm feeling stuck. My business is stagnant. I can't seem to grow an audience that's engaged with me. I'm not showing up consistently in the world. Podcasting is probably the answer you're missing to go from I'm kind of showing up and I'm making lackluster sales to I'm always showing up but in an easy, fun, simple way. And now my audience resonates with me and trusts me and they're ready to work with me at a higher capacity, okay? And if that's you, I want you to join us in Podcast Pro University. It's at www.podcastprouniversity.com. Join us right now. The membership group is free. It will not be free forever. There is insane value in there. You get it when you buy the course. You have lifetime access. And the girls are amazing. They're doing review swaps for each other. They're going on each other's shows, answering questions. It's so cool to watch the magic. So didn't mean to talk for this long. Have fun with that. Podcasting is what's up. Anyways, today, 
to the point, we are doing a live coaching session, which you guys are going to absolutely love, with Christine Fletcher. In this live coaching episode, you will hear us figure out her zone of genius, or at least clean it up a bit for her. We then go through the four tiers of brand creation, naming her brand, tagline, description, and content road mapping. And we even talk about ways that she can create freebies and some passive income ideas for her for down the road. So if you're sitting in a space of what's my brand or it feels kind of iffy or I'm not too sure on my copy and messaging, this coaching session is a must. Let's go. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yes, we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Help me figure out my zone of genius as okay. what, and also who am I speaking to? Okay. My little, uh, so those two for sure. And then if we figure that out, then what to do with that? I know you're big on podcasting. I've thought of doing that in the past, so I'd be totally open to that kind of thing. But I think before any of that, we need to back up and go, okay, well, what am I sharing with the world? I love that. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing today. Yeah. So about a year ago, I went through some um, fitness instructor, faith-based fitness instructor training through Revelation Wellness. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. And from there, it's like, speaking life over people while you're moving their body, speaking scripture. It's just beautiful and amazing, very holistic. I was like, okay, I, I can see myself teaching classes like this. So I started a company so that I could legally take money <laughs> to charge to do classes and stuff. I called it active gratitude because I was talking with a friend and kind of realized gratitude comes really easily to me. And it's like a big sort of thing in my life. So went about getting a, like a fitness instructor, another fitness instructor certification to be able to get insurance and all of that. So then starting in end of April was when I was able to start my first classes. I rented a yoga studio to teach them in. A friend came with a friend once and then two guys came twice and that was it. So then I was just renting this empty space for kind of the summer. So then I stopped that this summer. I'm like, okay, something's not working here. I started from scratch, tried a few ads online, that kind of thing. I had had the idea of doing like some sort of guided meditation podcast, like a scripture guided meditation, calming, centering type thing. I loved that part of class. I would always do like a workout at the start, but leave a good 20 minutes at the end for, we're going to lay here now, like hear a bit of God's word. And then I would leave them silence too, to pray and hear from him. So that felt like Oh, maybe I could do something like that. So, okay. So when you're looking at, now there was this, a French component to this. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So, so that has been this big daunting question in my mind. I think there's a lot of fear surrounding it. I 
love French. I've always loved being part of the French community here. It's not my first language, but I've felt this dream on my heart. I feel like it's from God over the past year, even more, but mostly the past year since I started all of this to like bring his word and this goodness of wellness and, you know, to the French community. There are like expats here. And so I'm in Vancouver. Um, so it's not like I'm not, I'm not in Quebec or France or anything. And that's always been like this. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. It also feels completely impossible, which maybe means it's from God because he would need to show up in a big way for that to be, for that to happen. So I was a French teacher for six years and then got burnt out from that and quit. So glad I did. Yeah. <laughs> so glad I quit is what I'm saying. Um, but I enjoyed that. Now I'm working, I work in French every day at a French nonprofit because it's sort of like there's this part of my heart that wants to be in that, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like lately I've been, all these doubts have been coming to mind. Like I'll read a thing and I'm like, well, I didn't know that word. How would I know to use that word if I were talking about this to people? Or do I know the you know, the Bible well enough. No, but then it's also like, but I can immerse myself in that and learn. So that's why I'm sure it's really been something I think God's put on my heart. And I'm just, it's like, I keep wanting endless confirmations from him because it's scary. Why do you think that French piece of this is big for you? Like, cause you also mentioned here in your notes that I have no idea how you say that word. Frank, Francophones. Yeah. It means like French speaker. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I probably butchered that. Okay. But that they are very secular and not really interested in Christianity. So Mm -hmm. are you feeling that you should focus on this French community because of that purpose, like missionary work or evangelism, so to speak, or do you feel like you just like doing things in French? Like, do you know why you feel like you want to incorporate that? Cause I'm trying to discern if that's really important right now, or yeah. if that's truly like mission work for you. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like it would be a mission because there's like, feels like there's no market for it, you know, which isn't true. There are French speaking Christians, but the internet would be the way, the way to find them, not in person here in a class. They're not going to come because that there aren't enough, you know what I mean? There's probably not enough base of them to, to come to like a class here. Yeah. So that was where they do the podcast came from, but yeah, I guess it feels like bringing this to that world. Like there's so much in English already available. I guess it kind of feels like that, like, and it's sort of like, well, why me God? Like, I don't know if I'm the right person for that. Cause it's not my person. I'm like, I'm fluent. I'm very good. Like I have to give myself I can work in it every day, but, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm more eloquent and I could be more myself in English. And I like, that's been this huge hurdle to doing anything. Is that which one is it? Or is it both or all of that? Yeah, or both. Okay. Or- I think we can maybe answer this question if we start with the brand and the woman we're talking to. Okay. Cause the language, who cares? Who cares if we say it in French or we say it in English? So let's get to the woman first. And okay. I think that will help us clarify this hurdle for you. So if we think about, you said active gratitude. Mm -hmm. The word that came through for me was active grace. Okay. I don't know why, but thinking of that word grace made it more clear that it was a religious movement. Mm, Right. But I, I love your idea of active in there. And I'm so obsessed because you know how people come at you and they're like, you know, yoga and meditation are from evil roots and na 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 na. And I'm like, no, they're not. You can totally meditate on God's word. And I really like that you're almost saying not new age principles, but 
fitness and health and meditation and all of these things can still be rooted in Christ. And I think that's super cool. And I think that there isn't a lot of resources that I've seen that are pairing meditation with Christianity. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that really. And maybe I'm just floating around in a different sphere than you, but that's amazing. And I think you can totally do this where it's fully online and you don't have to rent a yoga studio and be away from your baby and all of these things. And so first of all, let's ask the question, is that still what you want to do today? I think I was trying to think, what's the message I want to give What's the promise? What's the the promise for her or for the, like, what do you want to gift the world, right? What is the thing? It's peace, joy, a sense of calm, a way to connect with Jesus, like creating a space for that instead of just learning about him, like Mm -hmm. a space to sit and listen and be still. Um, I think that slowing down our lives brings health. It brings health to our physical bodies, our minds, less stress and anxiety and all that. Like I just, I'm like, guys, stop running around. Like, let's just, let's just like spend some time with Jesus. Yeah. We're not willing to stop for long enough to even hear what he has to say to us. What about Um, then? Like, do you see the fitness piece of it still being part of it right now? Not as much. Okay. I think moving our bodies, it's important. And there's something that happens when you, like, when you hear truth and you're moving your body, like you learn better, like it's a release, right? And like, that is important, but I'm not like, I did go get a fitness instructor certification, but the whole, like teaching you how to properly do your squats is not my passion. Like, yeah. So here's the second thing that I just thought of replacing active with guided, something like guided grace. Okay. Cause if you're thinking of like, guided grace. And I think in terms of, I think always in terms of a podcast when I'm building a brand with someone, because I go, what's our title, what's our tagline or our promise to the consumer. And then what's our description and our SEO going to be. And those three tiers make up your entire brand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like if I say, okay, guided grace, no idea if that's available or anything, and we can always find spinoffs of it, but guided grace, for example, underneath that title you have a couple things that you've said over and over again, guided gratitude, guided meditation, you know, guided peace with God, guided peace with yourself. Like you are hosting this moment of peace and joy Mm. for her. Because I think what is so difficult for me is quieting down my mind long enough. And if I listen to like a sleep tape, no problem. If I listen to a meditation guide, no problem. I have never even considered listen to a grace guide, somebody that's going to literally take me through and like maybe calmly pray with me, give me a quiet amount of time to do my own prayer. Like you're literally walking me through my spirituality time with God. Hello. Like that is amazing. That's a huge hole in the market. There's guided everything. What about guided grace? Yeah. Another thing I could do, but this felt like, am I copying? But I guess is to do like a guided workout where it's because the ministry did my training through, they do have a podcast where they will do like a guided workout and it's not telling you do a squat. Now it's more like, okay, now up your intensity. So you could be running, you could be squatting, lifting weights, whatever you you're just listening to it as you're doing your thing. But I guess I have to let go of the idea of copying because everyone is already doing something that's been done before. <laughs> yeah. And everybody does something differently. I think the only way you're copying is if you're like, they did specifically this workout and they said specifically this, but if you had your own thing, if you were like, 
Yeah. I just want the woman to like stretch. I'm saying woman already. See, stretch and move her body. And then we're going to go through like, maybe you have a membership group where you go live every morning and you guys are stretching while you do the guided grace work together. I don't know. Yeah. That's unique and different. Okay. Let's keep, let's table that piece for a second. Cause I think, you know, we're getting there. So then now that we know it's this, who is it for? And then that will bring us to the tagline, the promise and the bigger picture. Yeah. Who do you want to work with? Who do you want to help? When those two men came to my classes a few times, I was kind of like, why are you here? I like you, but why are you here? So I feel like it's women that I just yeah. more naturally, okay. I'm just thinking of someone where, who's where I was at, like, is just exhausted. That's the word that comes to mind. Like you're exhausted. And sometimes because it's your own doing, like you've taken on too many things or you you're not sleeping well because your mind is, that was me. It was like breaking an addiction to being on in my mind. Like I'm going to read another article and learn another thing. And it's like sort of cramming my mind with just, you know, being on. Yes. Like those are good things, but we need time away from that. Craving peace through Christ. I wrote that down. Okay. Yeah. Is she a mom? I think she can be or not. I think, cause I'm not quite there yet. I don't, feel like it has to be. Okay. But I know there's a difference in lifestyle and time availability and everything, right? When you're mom, when you're not. That's okay. What about, is she a certain age? Do you want to work with just younger people, older people? I think I'm drawn to people who are, you know, my age-ish, you know, 25 to 40 or five, kind of like. Okay. Let's put 25 to 40. Cause I think it's a different style of communication, right? Yeah. Talking to different generations. So it's, it's good to have like a 10 to 15 year. This is like, if I'm going to talk about rap music, I'm probably not talking to the 60 year old woman. I have a couple of them that can still j- get jiggy with it, but yeah. you know, like, so I think it's good for you to narrow that in. What I, about- I like cheered when I heard that on your podcast for the first time. I was like, Love it. yes. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you guys get me. And I think when you're, you're talking to you and you have to be okay with, especially when you're doing something in the Christian realm, being polarizing. Yeah. There will be some people that go, I'm not pairing guided meditation with Christianity. Well, that's cool. Boo do you, but that's not who you're talking to. Yeah. Right. So I think just know I, you're talking to a specific woman and she will find you and you will find her. Okay. What else about her? Cause we want to get even more gritty with this. Is she married? Is she single? Does she have a job? Does she work from home? Why is she feeling exhausted? Mm, I'm married. So I relate to like giving examples about your spouse if it comes up. Okay. So that probably I relate to that more. That's the question I have with this whole like creating the woman thing is like, is it me or not necessary or where I was or I guess it doesn't have to be similar to me, but it's maybe what I can relate to. Is that? So I'm talking to... A woman just like me, but she's two years back. Yeah. Okay. She hasn't figured out the things I've figured out yet. She's two steps behind me, but her personality traits are me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'd say she's married. I'll give that as a default. Like, cause that's, that's where I'm at. And it doesn't mean like she can't not be, it's just easier for you to create content when you have a person. Yeah. Let's talk about where is she religiously or spiritually right now today? Well, she needs to be open to Christianity mm-hmm. or open to Jesus. Cause you know, sometimes people get all caught up in labels and religion, but it's like, if she's willing to listen to 
scripture. So that's, she's probably not going to be searching this if she's not right. Like she she's already to, a Christian she already has. To, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Cause she wants to deepen her relationship and yeah. find peace, but she doesn't want to find peace just by a weird, like woo woo meditation oh. by like, you know, somebody doing like their oils and their, throwing yeah. their like uh, crystals at you. No offense, my crystal humans, yeah. but like she wants to find her meditation peace time through Christ. Right. Yeah. So she's already a Christian and she wants to deepen that. And she's I love that. Okay. feeling a bit disconnected from God and wants to. Okay. So if you have this brand of let's go with guided grace for right now and through this, what are we promising? What's her name, by the way? I'll pick Nora for now. Nora. Hey, Nora. Okay. So guided grace. I think the promise to Nora is something like guided peace through Christ, right? Like find peace and joy through guided moments with Christ. I would add joy, honestly, because it's something yeah. that everyone, I don't know. It's, that's a, something I feel like God's been putting on my heart that yeah. I am naturally joyful. My husband, I was like, what, what comes naturally to me? I was asking him these questions yeah. like joy. Oh my gosh. Like you're joyful. Even when you're frustrated and crying, there's like still this element of joy. I'm like, what? So <laughs> I think that's, what's going to come out maybe. I love that. So finding something like finding joy, mm-hmm. finding joy. What is the other word I used? Um, finding joy and peace yeah. through daily guided connection with Christ. Yeah. Like that's the promise. And we want in the promise, it's so yeah. boring and blatant because guided yeah. grace is not super clear. People could, no. what does that even mean? It's amazing and catchy, but what's the promise? Well, the yeah. promise is, peace and fulfillment or peace and joy through guided connection with Christ daily. Like what are you giving her? Right. Or weekly or whatever, or guided connection with Christ period. Yeah. Think about that piece. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. take my words and make them your own. Or if you want my verbatim, they're yours. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think you can play with that. Yeah. I feel like grace is such a term that I I'm always like, what does that mean again? Like people throw it around and yeah. I it's like, oh, right. It's what we receive from God, you know, that we don't deserve. We, but sometimes that term doesn't resonate with me just because it's so general or people say, do it with grace. I'm like, what does that even mean? You know? Yes. Is there another term? Cause I think because it's Christianity centered. Yeah. It you needs have to have, you have to have something like a grace in there. And then of course it was G and G go together. So that's why yeah, I was like, Oh, it's so good. good. It's so good. Yeah, that's true. I was like, what if I'm just throwing ideas, right? like, what about like woman of joy, joyful woman, or like, should it yeah. should be like that? It's for women in there or you I mean, can. it doesn't even matter really, but like, for example, you know, like the well-watered woman, you've heard that like yeah. tagline and things like that. It's, that's good as well. But like, I think if your entire brand is about you doing this guided practice, yeah, like yeah. that's a micro niche that you can claim. Cause there's yeah. nobody doing that today that I've, I mean, I don't, I'm not aware of anything like that. I'm sure there is, but yeah. Well, think about pray over that. Right. And yeah. some, but something like that, it's very clear to me that is a, a religious brand. Cause you have the word grace in there and then guided grace. It's so yeah. clear. It's like, that's true. And it may not even be available too, because you've got to look on GoDaddy. And of course, I'm going to make you do a podcast. And so you're going to look on the podcast yeah. app and see if there's already something like that. And if yeah. there is, you might roll with something like the Guided Grace Project. 
Right. Add a word to it or something. Project guided grace. Yeah. And what if I did do solo episodes too, where I talk about it something sometimes, or like, I feel like I'd want to mix it up sometimes, or even have someone on to interview to talk about, well, how did you find more peace in your life? What's your routine or, you know, yes, of course I'd want to, I like variety. So I think I'd get bored doing the same thing all the time. A hundred percent. And here's how you ask. This is how, you know, if you have this woman, Nora. Okay. And we know Nora is 30. She has one, you know, one year old. She's super exhausted. She is a Christian, but she feels like she doesn't have time to do any scripture work. She wishes she had time to even meditate for five seconds. She's super frustrated because she's craving peace again. Mm -hmm. And she's lost in that. And she stumbles upon you and you have, let's say, you know, five minutes or 10 minutes and you know better than me what you offer, but let's say it's like this simplified, easy thing that she can listen to your podcast and get it, or she can come watch you do, maybe you have stretches with it or even yoga with it or something. Mm -hmm. And she can do it that way. Or she can listen to the podcast and take five or 10 minutes. And then you ask yourself, what else does Nora need that solves this problem? Mm -hmm. Right. So let's say once a week you have your guided meditation on for her, like the podcast or the YouTube channel or the Facebook live, wherever you want to do that. And then that second, maybe you have a second component to it, which is like you're fueling her spiritually somehow. Like you have different, different guests on in different realms of Christian motherhood or of finding peace in your everyday or of minimizing your life or, or getting rid of want and how to discern different idols in your life. Like any of those things deepen her peace, right? And help fuel Nora. Yeah. Totally. A hundred percent. And you talk about health. You can talk about fitness and why that makes her more peaceful, more joyful, right? Yeah. So I can bring those things in because I care about them, but I don't want to talk about them all the time. So, or like non-toxic, non-toxic living at home. Like I care about that, but yeah, it's not my expertise. So yeah. So if we're talking about her, does she only speak French? Does she speak English? I know that I was like, what if I did two? What if I did the same content and kind of did two podcasts? No, it's a lot. It's way too much. Okay. The question is a year from now, you do that in French. Who's the market that you've attracted? Mm -hmm. What impact are you making? Okay. You know where those, the French speaking community lives that's who you're impacting versus a year from now, you've done it in in English. You have Mm -hmm. mainly, you know, us moms. That is who you're impacting at the end of a year, which woman is more important to you to impact. That's tough. Who's who's following you today? Do you have one or the other that's already there? I don't have any, like I have an Instagram that has like I started with like, I don't know. So I had some French and some English and then I switched to all French. Okay. And so I have like, I don't know, 30, 40 followers. Like, and then I haven't posted anything months because I kind of, I gave up on, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. So I just have so much more knowledge and connections and just everything in the English world. Like I know about other people or guest ideas or, but I've also tried to plug into the French Christian world more too on Instagram, find people to follow who are kind of influencers in that world. Like I'm in Canada, so some in Quebec and then some in France. Like, so there, I'm aware of it and I feel like I could learn more and grow in that. You know, it's been this tug on my heart that's that 
feel, so it's, I'm just, it's like trying to discern what is that there? Is that from you, God? Or is it for a different thing in my life? Like maybe like he's spoken to me things about French and the French community. Does the French community that you're talking about only speak French or are they like a Canadian community, which also speaks English? I guess when I say community, I mean, there's just like French speakers everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause anyone living here would also speak English cause they have to like in the, I'm going to so- tell you this. I'm not hearing anything that's like sparking me as because she speaks French, it's more important to us that we impact her. I'm not hearing anything like that. Like I have to only talk to people in France because in France there's no Christianity or like, yeah. So I'm not hearing a big like um, aha moment of why you have to do it in French yet. It would be easier for you to do this in English today. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to pick what's easier, but I am saying that if you do something that is a little bit, there are less opposition to you to grow a brand like this for a year. Yeah. And then and because you're in Canada, you will have a lot of roots in Canada already where in a year you can say, okay, like I have all of these people. I'm now going to add, like I have a friend of mine who uh, mom does it all podcast. Her name is Marta Spurk and she had an English speaking podcast, but she is from Brazil. Well, she waited a year and a half and then she launched the Brazilian podcast. Oh, cool. She built the brand where it's easier, where it made sense, where she lived. She has small kids. Like she's not traveling to Brazil anytime soon to like Right. And then as she, but she kept to her Brazilian roots, she still kept saying, you know, she would talk about the Brazilian culture. She would hashtag things that were important to to Brazilians. And some people that spoke English started to follow her. And then as she saw the confirmation of God coming through that, it was time for her to then create the second brand. And she just does one podcast in English and then she translates it the same thing in Brazil. I have to ask her and I will ask her how that's going. Cause it's been a while. Yeah. Maybe one of them has fizzled out for her, but she started with what made sense today. Yeah. That's a helpful example to know it's possible. It's definitely something to pray on. Cause like, yeah, I know I want to do this, but like, there's this big, it's like, it matters which language I choose. <laughs> like you can't, I can't it do does. So here's the thing. You can never go wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. either one is going yeah. to make an incredible impact. And I think if you started with one and whatever you choose, do it for a year and do it with all your heart and all your soul. And then God will refine your steps. The path will become clear. And I think a lot of times things don't become clear until you take messy action. Yeah. So I would just go, you know, and sometimes I don't know how you feel about this, but sometimes I like ask God for literal direct. If you want to pray on it, if you need to ask him for a sign, if you want to write him a letter, if you need to write yourself a letter and then just pick one and be like, three, two, one, go. And whatever happens with this is great and do it for a year or until you feel serious clarity on like, Oh, this isn't right. Maybe record one in French and one in English and be like, how did that feel? Was like, maybe the French one takes you four hours and the English one takes you 30 minutes. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So let's move on. So we've got, we really have the zone of genius. We've got the avatar down. Let's talk about the what or the how. Yeah. And then I'd also in the past thought of like, could I make a course on something, but what? So that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So imagine this, imagine that you did, what would you do? Would you do a five minute meditation for her every day? Would you do a 10 minute once a week? I'm more like, I want 20 minutes or 
30, not more than that. Like 20 seems reasonable with, cause there's the, for the whole podcast, right? There's the intro, whatever the meditation, just the meditation piece. How long should that be for like a beginner? Well, if you're really beginning, like it should be shorter, but because I'm there to guide you, it's not the same as sitting by yourself in a room all alone. And you're like, five minutes feels super long. You can go a little longer. So like, I'd say maybe at least 10 minutes. Okay. How often do you want to do that? Do you want to do it every day, like five days a week for her? I think because I'm just starting out in all of this, putting out something every day feels like a lot. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> so I was originally, I was thinking, Oh, I'll do one thing a week, but maybe that's, and like start out with like a good solid five of them in there already when I launch or something like even 10 just to get it going. But maybe this is something that could be twice a week if it's short like that. And it's different than coming up with a solo show full of like teaching. Oh yeah. And even have guests add another component as well. Consider it's a lot more time, energy and work. So I liked your idea of having guests once in a while. Yeah. I think if you did two a week at 10 minutes each, and do you go through like, this just came through for me. Like, what if you started with like the book of Genesis? I don't know if you actually pull scripture out that you teach. Yeah. That's what I would do. It's like pick a whole year of like going through the Bible with you. Like there's endless stuff. I I don't think I would go, you know, in order like that. I probably verses with themes that, right. know, that are going to speak to her. Yeah. But so cool something short ish that you can think about. I would start with like a relax your body kind of thing. Right. And mm-hmm. then it's this, I don't know if I'd put music in the background or not. Sometimes I find it annoying when meditations have that. Cause it's like, Oh, oh I love it. I love like just a very cool oh, music without words. Cause sometimes they'll have music with words and I'm like, I can't hear my own thoughts. Maybe yeah. only during the quiet times then. Cause I'm the same. Like if you're speaking to me, just speak to me. But if you're guiding me through like a peaceful moment with quiet pieces, I love just like quiet, calm, That's the, mood. the mood. Yeah. And otherwise you feel awkward. If it's like dead silence, you're like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I would do that. Okay. okay. So if you did- probably do that twice a week and yeah. then husband, like, I'd have to kind of do a bunch of them before April when the baby comes so that I can take some time off and not have to, so that they can still be published and I don't have to think about it. Yeah. So what I do is I record through my show just like this using zoom. And if you want to look at podcast pro, you awesome. we'd love to have you, but you can multi-purpose one recording, which the course teaches you how to do that, but you can put that one recording onto YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And so wherever she's consuming, she can find you. And then my only that, I mean, that's pretty clear, like record this for her. You've got a little intro, maybe short because she wants to get to the practice. My mm. only other big question, because you can do all this right now today. You can get that started, start attracting your woman, start putting that content out there, work on growing your Instagram. Everything has one brand. The next question for me though, is how do you monetize that? And if you're doing the free guided meditation, you're not going to go sell a guided meditation because they're like, well, I can listen for free. It's free. Yeah. Is it one thing I thought of was that I, got this idea this summer was to create a PDF, but it could be a book or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing, but on like, like a guided daily journal ish thing, Mm. like a breathing prayer. So, cause I did this once and I loved it. I'm like, Oh, well I could, 
again, I'm like, is it copying to create one? But if it's my own content, like the, the concept has already existed. So yeah, um, totally. Like, the only copying is if you're literally taking somebody's idea, copy, like, Oh yeah, no. Right. If you're just like, I'm just doing a prayer and you breathe with it, that is totally fine, but just create yeah. your own prayers. But like a thing with kind of very simple, like something written down that they would do on their own versus listening to. So it's like breathe in, you know, God is with me and then breathe out. I am not alone or whatever. Like Ooh, kind of center, center yourself on the over and over and like, just reflect on that concept or, you know, I am a, child of God, like what just reflect on what that even means. Right. So something that would be super cool too. Like if you did that, I love that example. And you had a little paragraph with like a prompted question for them that they can journal in for that. Yeah, Something simple. You could um, totally do that. You can do that as a self-published book in KDP through Amazon. Okay. Right. Yeah. And or, let's say that's a $27 and it takes them through 90 days and they have to buy a new one every 90 days. Right. Right. Yeah. I bought, I got your, uh, with God, she rises. I have it right here. Oh, yay. Yeah. So it'll look, it'll look like that. Right. It doesn't need to be something. It's about the content. It's about her. And I just created that in Canva. Right. Yeah. I, you know, so you can put something together. That's like zero overhead. If you self publish it and then I think you make 60% of every sale. If you do a book or a workbook like that. Yeah. So um, that, and then as far as courses go, like I'm a teacher. I love teaching and explaining things, uh, but I just, I'm like, I don't know what. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Possibly. I, I, I love, I a hundred percent, you have to do the book idea because that's yeah. something that you, it go, pairs with this where it's almost like she has to have it because she's going to yeah. go through that with you. And then on her other days, she's doing all these things, but you need a premier product to make you money because the book is going to make you chump change until you have a million followers. Right. Yeah. So the course is where you actually make money. Oh, so if we're looking at that woman, Nora, and we're looking at her problems, exhausted, she's really into like this mindful movement, slowing down her life. Cause it's like, can you do a course on how to be more peaceful and joyful? I feel like that's just more like, how is it practical? Right. Or how, like, exactly. It's not tangible. No, it's not like, here's the result at the end of the course. Right. Is there something like, is she struggling with understanding the Bible or understanding something tactical that she can walk away with? Like, I know that when I first started looking at scripture, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. What do these books mean? How do I fit in scripture? Where should I start? Should I have a study Bible versus a this Bible? Like, is there something in that spirituality realm you can teach her that is a tactical thing? The first thing that comes to mind when you say that is, I'm not qualified to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what if it was the fitness component? Because you're giving her guided, stretchy meditations. Sure. But what if you were like, hey, did you know, like, we can do this during an entire workout with you? What if you had a course that had 30 different workouts and they buy it and then they get lifetime access or a membership group? I don't know. Oh, I like courses better because you're done with it once they buy it. But for example, maybe you, they buy the course and you add one new one every month or something, but would it be like a video, like a workout video? Is that what you do? I've never done that. Um, Or is it just what you like the fitness piece of what you do? What does that look like? The reason I did that was because of the training I went through and that's what they do. 
and they train you to go do that in your city, kind of take people through like a group fitness class. Are you teaching it? Yeah. 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 You're teaching, you could be doing, it could be dance based. It could be, we're going to do rounds of weights and squats, what kind of whatever your style is. And then as you're doing that, you have like a theme or a scripture for the day that you speak over them. You speak life to them. And there's just, there's just something powerful about hearing that while you're like grunting through, you know, whatever you're running or something. And it's like, it gets into your cells in a different way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I mean, that would be really I, difficult though to do as a course. But that, yeah. And like, there are so many fitness exercise videos that already exist. Like I, the I don't know thing, if I'm like super excited about that. To yeah. Be yep. The other thing you can do is do this, get the book done. Cause you have a job, right? Like, it's not like I have to make a thousand dollars tomorrow. Like you're not under all this pressure today. So mm-hmm. I think if you can start taking action, because what happened for me is like, I just started the podcast and then people kept coming to me with the same question over and over and over. So your customer base will give you the course. So maybe it's give it 90 days, even six months where you know, you want to do this. We know that the book goes with it Mm -hmm. and that's how you can monetize starting now. Cause in every single episode you can say, Hey, have you guys grabbed your guided grace workbook where I take you through your daily breathing and your journal prompt, be sure you head over to the guide workbook.com or whatever you're going to do and grab that. It's 27 bucks. And I'm telling you, it will transform your mindset and bring you more peace, blah, 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 blah. So she grabs the workbook. And then over time, you're asking for her feedback. What else can I give you? What more do you want? Is this helping you? How can we refine? And at the end of that six months, I think you'll start hearing from your community of what they want from you at a deeper level. Yeah. And what about a free like thing for opt into an email list? Like yeah. a PDF I think, of that? Like that's no, I think you should send them because I was thinking, can't we just package up, get a week's worth of free guided grace meditations? And that's how why they give you the email address. Cause I don't yeah. know if they know you have a podcast yet, but if they're listening to the show, we think. Or they find me through Instagram. I need to start actually posting on there. I love the stories and stuff, like I don't know what I talk about my life. I guess I could show, you know, I don't know, but you talk about anything that helps Nora. Okay. Right. And yes, you talk about yourself a little bit, but she doesn't really care about you yet. She cares about why you can help her not feel this way. So if you have an example to draw her in, I have an episode on the ISTC formula. Did you see that one? Yeah. Listen to that because it talks about share your juicy piece, relate it to her and then teach her something in these areas, right? Like women exhaustion, deepening your Christianity, craving peace, guided meditation, breathing with prayer, any of those things you teach her, any of those things can be on your show. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of your freebie. Yeah. What if it was like a video or a PDF that was like five components of strengthening your joy through Christ Mm -hmm. or something. And then you had in there, one of them is guided grace work and you point them to your show. One of them is health and wellness, and you can have a piece in there. The next one is prayer or like how to properly pray or praying. Is there a right way to pray? And like, you have these different things, like maybe there's different components to how does she find joy through Christ? Does that make sense? Yeah. Just something free and downloadable with the content that I'm already talking about. Exactly. 
Okay. Putting it all together. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah, like I'd love to do some sort of course, but I don't know. Well, that'll come. We'll put that on. Yeah. And and remember like clarity comes through action. So don't even the French piece of this, the course piece of this, I think here's the order of ops. Here's what you do today. Yeah. You leap, you know, Mm -hmm. you just go and you just, if you have to rebrand three months in, cause something doesn't feel right. Cool. You've mm-hmm. learned, you've practiced. There's so many times I launched something and it was a flop cause it's not what my audience wanted. Cause I did it too soon or I did what I thought they wanted mm-hmm. versus waiting to hear what they needed from me. And then I created something they already were begging me for. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. comes from the free stuff. You think your audience can change and not be exactly the, who you thought it was originally based on who ends up being attracted to you? Yeah. When I started, I thought it was network marketers. Right. You know, I'm like, that's all I'm talking to network marketers. And then God's like, ha, ha. yeah, I think so. Don't you? And like, he's so cool because just like every day it was like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Okay. and like, I didn't even have to worry about it. He brought me the people. And then he brought me, he, he brought me the clarity for the podcast. He brought me the clarity for the course. He, and it was like, all I needed to do was open my mouth. Right. Yeah. I didn't need to worry about all the how and the what and the who I had to have a general idea, but he will fix it for you. Cause he already knows what he wants for you. Yeah. You're so right. I need to let go of that. I have to have it know exactly what it's going to look like now so that I don't have to change anything ever. Like I need to let go, <laughs> let go of that. Um, I think it's just the fear of like, yeah, it's so stupid saying it out loud, but just, yeah, getting it, getting it wrong and having to change. But that is the beautiful progression of how he works through you. Yeah. Because you can't control the how, you can't control the outcome. I think when you're called to pivot, it's the most beautiful story as well that then you can share with your community. And the coolest thing is I never lost the followers that I got when I was doing that originally. They just came with me. They just evolved with me. And it's like, it's okay. And just know it's okay to change. It's okay to say, I tried something and I'm just going to, and I'm just really uh, open communication with my audience. I'm like, we started with a guest model. I want to move to more of a coaching model. How do you guys feel about that? And mm-hmm. as long as everybody's with me and my Nora's are still with me, I'm going to do that. And so you will pivot. It will not be what you start with, will not be what it looks like a year from now. Yeah. And like, it's already a beautiful story how you know, I felt led to leave teaching and do this. Even, even where I am now, I have to remember that was all pivots. So yeah. Yeah. So I think what you can start with today that you know, you're being called to do is this guided grace work. You know, you know how, you know who she is, you know why they need to be short and concise. And you know, you already have ideas of what you want to teach in those things. So I think the first thing you need to do is get that branding everywhere, figure out what that name is for you, Mm -hmm. get the domain, get the podcast set up because the content needs to start rolling out for the audience to get built. Mm -hmm. Does that mean, I guess, letting go of that active gratitude that I had before kind of switching my Instagram to the new name, changing the website, just kind of letting go of that. I would, cause that's not really what it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. True. And it's better to redo it when you are starting new than when you've built for a year and you're like, dang it. Now I'm going to rename it. Yeah. So I would. And then the next tier, so once you've got everything going, you've got your first couple weeks up on the show is get the book done. That's the next thing or the workbook. And that might take you a month to get all those pieces done, like get a cover, get it put together. 
launch that all the while you're putting out great content, you're pumping it out on Instagram or pumping it out. It's all organic. You don't need to do ads or anything crazy right now. And then for six months, get to know your avatar. What more do you need? What do you want? What, how am I helping you? What, like be so engaged with her on Instagram, send them messages, ask them to correspond with you through your show. And then I think at that six month mark, you know, we can get back together again. And I think you'll have a lot of clarity on what you want to create. Okay. This is, wow. It's so exciting to like, just be like, I'm just going to do it. And this, this feels more doable somehow than the brick and mortar classes. Because like people have to show up, whereas here you're pulling from the whole world online. So, right. There are like more opportunities for people to find you. So, and once you have kids, you do not want to have, I'm sorry, but like the worst thing in the world was being like, Oh, I have to go to this work thing at 7 PM. Like it sucked, man. And so anytime I can put something online instead and like be in PJs and have my baby napping. Oh my gosh. A million percent. I know I want that. I've wanted that even before I kind of found you. And then it was like, this is how. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. This is so cool. Like I'm totally listening to your podcast because I need that in my life. Yeah. So, okay. So you think 10 minutes is 15. Okay. For the whole length of the whole thing or what what, what do you think is good? 20? Is that 20? Like, Maybe grow there, but remember like that woman today, she's right Right. for the first six months, take her with you on a progression. Right. If you have a new, a new human that joins the podcast, you can tell them, Hey guys, we're in the advanced phase now, but if you're new, head back to episode one, start with the five minute and you're going to go through the 10 minute and like, maybe it's a, right. It's a progression for her and she can start with episode one. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's amazing. And already amp up the book, even though you have nothing today, let them know you guys, I'm so excited. I am writing the guided grace workbook for you. It's going to be out in the world soon. Get on my email list to stay in the know so you can get them on your list. Cause they're going to want the workbook. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. You're welcome. I'm looking, I think it's time to go. So we'll talk soon then my friend. I hope you loved this coaching episode. And if you are in need of a session just like this one, go to stephaniegass.com slash work with me. I have a couple of spots for February, not many because I'm doing my mastermind. So if that's you, you're going to want to hurry and get in contact with us to snag one of those spots. I just want to leave you with a prayer, sister friend, that wherever you are in your business today, know that you are worthy of success. Yes, you, that God wants you to ultimately move forward because he wouldn't have given you that call by accident. He wants you to step out in faith and pursue the mission he gave you so that he can show up for you in a big way. God qualifies the called. He will lay the bricks before your feet. I promise you the provision is waiting for you to get out of your own way. God is there for you. He whispered this into your heart on purpose. So all you got to do is believe him and trust yourself enough to know that you are worthy of success. You can figure this out and Your greatest potential is seriously on the other side of action. Action breeds clarity, and I know that you've got this, girl. Sending you so much love and light, Steph. If you like Mama's Soul, leave a review. Pretty peace. 
Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.